It's happy hour. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is, no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you, because that's New Orleans. And this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than that we're all New Orleanians in a bar. Today we're at Wayfair on Ferret Street. Wayfair is a restaurant and bar serving handcrafted food and spirits where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Three-hour happy hour every day from 4 to 7 p.m. Wayfair on Ferret Street. And this is your boyfriend, your host for the evening, filling in for Grant Morris. We have some wonderful guests here. It's just a night of guests. Starting with Gant Laborde, a New Orleans technosexual and avid Jameson whiskey disposalist. When Gant's not creating iPhone and Android apps, he's planning the annual black tie and boxers lingerie toga ball, bltball.com. Hell, that sounds just like the party I threw on Friday. Yeah, actually, I'm a little upset. My, my invitation must have been lost in the mail. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. You can't trust the Postal Service. Not anymore. No, no, you can't. Just go ahead and find my MySpace page and send it on over. I'll send a, like a courier next time in a corset so oh, you can't miss them. I won't. When does the BLT ball happen? So we usually do it every Friday before Mardi Gras to sort of kick off the season. And it was something that I used to attend every year. It was I didn't start throwing it. It actually started in oh, the 80s. Oh, and then there was a bloodless coup, and now you are <laughs> in charge. There can only be one. No, <laughs> I didn't do that. I, they, they Actually, they fell apart after Hurricane Katrina. So my brother and I said, look, we, we miss this. We need this back in our lives. You know what? Don't complain. Just go ahead and create. So we brought it back. And then now here, it's, it's been uh, around for four years, so it'll be five years soon. Don't complain. Just create. Yeah. I like that. Now, Angie Zederman, I think she creates a few things, including uh, housewifing and torturing a kitten with affection. That does sound creative. <laughs> uh, also, she has the body of a sinner and the voice of an angel, a stripping seraph, Angie Z. That's it's so a sassy little singing <laughs> sensation. <laughs> oh God! Didn't do that. <laughs> I wanted to read it. It was really. Com- I'm a little. I'm sweating. <laughs> That's like the corporate bio that you know you send out when they're like, "Send us your bio." Yeah, but I, 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 just scrolling through, I see the word cheese. I see only child brat. I see Jewish. I see Christian. I see uh, burlesque, body, darkness, a touch of darkness. I mean, you're quite the character. Uh, <laughs> Tell us a little about yourself. Like, out of the words I've just thrown at you, which ones stick um, like glue? Well, uh, I've been I've been living this kind of half French Quarter housewife, half showgirl life for this whole year in uh, in New Orleans. I moved here in December, but yeah, I I, I really like um, the city, and I've always wanted to live here. And I had this whole series of events happened that were like you gotta go so i'm here and i've uh we live on lower decatur ah so there's all kinds of challenges that come with kind of having a household which is just me my boyfriend and my cat but it's like (laughs) there's a lot and the cockroaches it's a household well you know i only see dead ones now that we got the kitten oh well done uh, yeah and like half dead ones um, I mean, half of the roach, not all dead. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of challenges that come with living where I've been wanting to live since I set eyes on it. Um, but I moved here and I'm a full-time performer, which is really awesome that you're able to do that. You're, I'm in a city that loves burlesque. True. And there's different shows happening all the time. I also do um, the burlesque and drag listings on NOLA Defender. So, I've, well, I've kind of not been doing them recently because I've been really busy. But Managing um, all of the cats. But yeah, but there's multiple shows every night. There's so much to do. There's so many yeah. different kinds of shows. And I'm also a jazz singer, too. So oh. I do. That's like my thing is I do like singing burlesque. So that's what makes me. You know, I, I do a rapping burlesque. Oh, sweet. Rap cabaret. That yeah. sounds really fun. Literally, we're all. You making this up? No, I'm not. We all, we, we all hang out in our underwear. They must have planned this. <laughs> What's the go-to rap song? For me? Yes. All of them, obviously. Oh, you must have excellent breath control. I can't control. triage, like, between my own brilliance. <laughs> Although, I will tell you this, Z. Can I call you Z for short? That's fine. Um, when I first moved here, I, too, moved to Lower Decatur. Oh, yeah? Where? So the, the commonalities are just stacking up. 
um, Governor Nichols. Oh, that's where I am. Yeah, and Decatur, oh, right yeah. across from the Brangelina place when I, it was still Brangelina. Oh, whoa, are we in the same building? I don't know. When, well, when I lived there, here? they called it the stripper apartment. Well, it we is had now. A, yeah, we had a constant <laughs> string of strippers coming in and out, and that was where I actually woke up to a cockroach crawling into my mouth. No. Oh. Okay. First were week you? moving here. Okay, I'm on the very top floor. Oh, I'm the first. I was the first floor of the balcony. Oh, okay. Well, because you you walk up like this little narrow stairs, and mm-hmm. then there's like the windowless box right there. Were you in there? No, no, I was not windowless. We had we had the actual balcony. It was pretty swanky. You know the famous photo of Drew Brees and Matthew McConaughey yeah. throwing. Oh, that, one. that was on that balcony. Oh no, I'm right above um, Angeline. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so you're a little further down. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it. It's a good, it's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Just be that careful. Awesome. Like, try to not go to Molly's every single night. Yeah. Sleep with your mouth closed. Well, yeah, <laughs> and sleep with your mouth closed. My boyfriend's been there for eight yeah. years, and I just know it's me too. So it's he's he's had good luck. Well, we had wasps once, Ooh, and dear. he was like, "Oh, they're there every year. Don't worry about them. They eat the cockroaches." Like, <laughs> well. I can't have wasps in my house. I would shoot, yeah, any bug that is on my side is, like, spiders are on my team. I guess now wasps are on my team. Yeah, I mean, they, did, they didn't bother me, so. You know, squad up. Well, I hope that your experience so far has lived up to your very high standards oh, and yeah. expectations. I'm madly in love still. Honeymoon. Speaking of expectations, <laughs> if we don't have anything common, I don't, we're going to have to kick you off the podcast. Uh-oh. Jamie Lynn Vessels, <laughs> our musical guest. <laughs> is originally from Raleigh, North Carolina, and exploded onto the music scene in late 2012. Tell us about it. How's it treating well, you, this music scene? Um, I love it. And I sing, so there's something in common. I, guess. Oh. I don't, I don't wear lingerie and pajamas. Not on, yet. On, on know, stage. On stage, no. Behind Not closed yet. doors. But, uh, yeah, I got my uh, master's degree in criminal justice. Ooh. And, uh, up in, uh, I don't know if that's in the bio, but... Um, it's not. I'm just scrolling through. I don't see well, anything about criminal go. justice. <laughs> Batman at night. Can, you, can we add in the Law and Order dun dun after I say that? When you, back in? Okay, thank you. Um, so that happened in uh, 2010, and then um, you know the economy sucked, yep. especially for for uh, you know law enforcement and that sort of thing. Um, so I mean, I kind of wanted to do like federal or state you know investigations and that sort of thing. But uh, now I'm in New Orleans playing music. So, you know, that's how things go. Yay. <laughs> yeah, all of us have found our way down here. Yeah. Sort of like the, the drain, like the, the bathtub drain of America. where like we roach to a mouth. Where we all just yeah, collect like clumps of hair here at the mouth of the Mississippi and start doing our art. Well, so. I have an idea. So next time we just need an event where she's playing music, mm-hmm. you're rapping to it, and she's dancing. Yeah. And you're in there in your lingerie. And I'm in my lingerie. I'll, yes. I'll, it'll be at the event. I'll just, we'll just have everybody. We'll have everybody watch it. I think it's a good plan. It's a good plan. It's a, it's I don't know what you're doing for Mardi Gras, but that's happening. But now you have to come up with an edible title. BLT Ball. What what can you do here for us? An edible title? So um, we, we're starting the theme each year. So mm-hmm. next year it's going to be Nice Pear. That's could be edible. Yeah, that's Depending on your edible. level of cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> You could dally. Yeah, it, it's a mix. I think that, that a lot of people are going to play with it a bit. Um, although a BLT sandwich is also edible. Exactly. So, that I mean, was kind of what I was going with. winning all the way around. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Well, I want to hear more about Jamie Vessel's, Jamie Vessel's journey. Because I'm, I can't imagine that the journey from criminal justice to musician uh, was an entirely smooth one. So it, it, it sounded like it was paved by like financial... Nudges, perhaps. That was was kind of the the first step, I suppose. Um, I I worked in a cafe in a gym when I first got out of, you know, when I got out of my master's. When I got my master's, (laughs) got out of the clinker, (laughs) the clinker known as the criminal justice system. Yeah, and that was up in. uh, I went to New Hampshire for um, my undergrad, and then I was in Massachusetts for my um, graduate degree, and then. Came, I'm from North Carolina, so I went back down there and tried to find a job and got the awesome, you know, job in a cafe. Um, Do you ever write about things that you encountered um, when you were studying? Like, are there certain injustices that just surface in your music? Well, are there criminals you know, that surface? <laughs> Actually, that's funny. Yes, um, and I never really thought about it like that. But uh, um, 
there, there's one song um, on my CD. Uh, well, there are two songs actually. Um, there's one about a thief. It's called John Brown, thief who gets uh, served some old school justice. Ooh. Um, and uh, it's kind of the story about him as a, as a, you know, as a thief in his life. And I don't know what really made me write that song. But is he a real person? Um, he came to be a real person. <gasps> uh oh, <laughs> manifest destiny over here. Can you write about how boyfriend becomes like bigger than Lady Gaga and Madonna combined? I can do that. Okay, I can great. Do that. Get on it. <laughs> Um, and then there's a song, um, Arlene, uh, on my CD that uh, is kind of about spousal abuse, um, domestic abuse, I guess. Um, but I kind of write my songs where it can be interpreted any number of ways. Um, so, not to be Debbie Downer. Or no, not at all. I, <laughs> if it, you've, you've peaked my interest. Okay. My interest is peaked. All right. Um, is it too soon to have you play since we're talking about it? What's the rules here? Am I breaking the... Yeah, I'm getting a thumbs up from the powers that be. Let's do it. Whip it out. um, I think some of these are phrases that you've heard at your parties. Yeah, actually, whip it out is... My uh, interest has peaked. Whip it out. Pretty much. These are dangerous things that happen. You usually wait till the midnight toast and then after that. Yeah, and I'll sleep with your mouth open. (laughs) It's the opposite of what you'd think. Yeah, it is opposite. Because you want to... Oh, you, life is full of surprises. Who wants to be stagnant? It's true. It's true. Down here in the drain. <laughs> it's New Orleans is brought to us today by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. For loving care when you're not there, go to PetitePetCare.com. Meow. Buy Basics Swim and Gym, a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Basic Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. And by Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website, hdestroyer.com, right, happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off. That's 30% off Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. And by unlistednola.com, the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. So y'all can't see, but... Angie Z is wearing very great glasses. Oh, thanks. <laughs> very retro. I need them to see. I need them to see as well. Yes. It's not a bit. Yeah, yeah I it's not a bit. I feel like I maybe should have dressed up more. No, the the face is enough. You have almost yeah. a victory I, curl going on. I did on. it real quick in the car while I shoved food in my face. I had a, <laughs> I had, a I had a meeting that ran late, and I was like, oh, I don't, I'm a burlesque dancer, glamorous. <laughs> you know, it's hard to be a woman. Another reason to love New Orleans. <laughs> a lot of maintenance. Basically All right. wear whatever you want. <laughs> Indeed. Well, um, you know, maybe I should play one of the songs I was talking about. Mm. Um, let's do John Brown. Give up and give in to the 
<laughs> it's kind of got a reggae-ish kind of feel on the CD, which yeah. is kind of hard to capture on, you know, just acoustic guitar. But oh, you should tell me I would have rolled a blunt during it. <laughs> that was beautiful. I really like this concept of the man within. Yeah, you know, it's that's a lot of my songs are kind of um, spiritual in a way because it's I don't know that's a big part of my life, um, but. Uh, also the redemptive aspect of things I guess that's where the criminal justice kind of comes in, in <laughs> absolutely so, I hear it there's undertones <laughs> there's an undercurrent yeah so that was that's kind of a uh, you know all the songs are a little different on my CD um, but um, which I kind of like mm. what is the name of your it's CD? called home it's that's the title track cool so yeah, where I can we a, find it um, basically anywhere um, Louisiana Music Factory uh, iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, my website, all kinds of, all kinds of places. Never miss the opportunity for a well-timed plug. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Although, I, I did enjoy the song, but you're still wearing all your clothes and the song is over. Darn it. That's, yeah. you gotta get rid of that guitar. <laughs> yeah, lose the guitar. <laughs> right, yeah, we'd all be a little bit more impressed if you were able to keep the song going right. while doing the whole Yes, right. while okay. also undoing your bra. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> Angie Z and I can vouch for that. It's true. It takes a lot of fine motor skills. Oh, speaking of fine motor skills, we had a crash in the kitchen right there. So Angie, do you have any um, things that you, like any signature moves that you incorporate while you're singing? Like if you hit a high C, do like the pasties come out? Like, uh, the songs that I do, buttons. they're not super like. Gant's loving this. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> yeah. The man within is like, loving. Like, it. Yeah, this combo moves going with this. Actually, I'm interested. Well, they're they're not vocally like showy songs. The songs that I do, I like that are more kind of nuanced and acting. I, I try to find the dirtier show tunes and standards, and I yeah. kind of sing them like a kind of dirty little girl voice. Can you give us an example? Um, you don't have to croon on the spot, but I just want to yeah, know what a dirty oh, no. show tune is. I grew up on show tunes, um, so I'm very... I do um, Special from Avenue Q. You know that song? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do... Right now, I really, I've been doing Love for Sale. Um, that's, like, my favorite song that I do, and I I just sing it. I, I put, like, a like a youth into my voice, just kind of, like, baby doll, but, like, I've seen some things kind of thing. So it's, like... <laughs> I shouldn't, like, I kind of want to help her, but I'm going to watch her take clothes off anyway. Like, I like, I just, 
I like there to be like a full rounded story. And I like people to have expressions on their face like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, I'm sorry. Confuse the man. Yeah, and uh, La Vian Rose, that's one of my favorite. That, that one's more like showboaty. That's, that's the only one I do that has, you know, like gets no. up there. And do has, you make that one dirty? I mean, I get naked, so. What? Totally nude? (laughs) Um, No, not usually. I do, like, the tiniest of panties and feces. For for certain things, I will. Um, And that's the one I like to do because it's more like a picture, I feel like, than Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. stand, and it's very Art Nouveau, and it's just Mm -hmm. arms and costume. I'm intrigued. What were you going to say? You're going to say something. Oh, um... When I, in my brief stint on Bourbon Street stripping, there were signs posted in the locker rooms that said it's illegal in the state of Louisiana to show pubic hair. Did, can any of y'all vouch for that? Criminal justice? Um, over um, here? I like, can tell you that. every time I start showing someone my pubic hair, they <laughs> usually, they start calling the police immediately. So, probably true. There you have it, folks. Don't I would, do it. I would go with him on that. Well, the, the yeah. cat, the underwriting. Boys of experience. <laughs> yeah, in some eastern that. countries, I know it's like that. Like, they show porn on TV, but... Or like pornographic material, but if, as long as there's no pubic it's hair pixelated. and there's like a little right, bit of blur the, right there, right. then it's fine. <laughs> that's the loophole. Uh-huh. Well, the caveat to that is <laughs> the underwriting on the signs and all the locker rooms just said, we suggest you have none in italics. <laughs> ah. It is illegal in the state of Louisiana to show pubic hair on stage. We suggest you have none. Oh, but of course, nice. I, you know, I don't. I never really saw any bottoms off in the up in the club. No, no, they they uh, they have to wear g-strings. And yeah, which I, I prefer that. Yeah, I've been to quite a few burlesque shows, and uh, I mean, this city is fantastic for it. I had no idea that it was such a big thing, and I got invited to one, and then you see this sort of this grandiose kind of like just presentation of just this it, it's the it's the unveiling it's the teasing it's the playing it's mm-hmm. the fun kind of thing and it's got this sort of performance where I actually uh, most of the women I know are like we're going to this burlesque show and I'm like okay I guess I guess we'll go to this one and they're like we found another one we're going to this one so actually you'll have to tell me about which they're one they're all so different um, I do a bunch of different ones in town I do um, I do one that's uh it, I'm the only one of the only girls in it, and it's a magician, Dante the magician, um, Donnie V, who's a sideshow dude, and Russell Bruner, who is the like soft shoe man burlesque. It's kind of comedy. And then there's me. I sing and I dance. And then I work with Bella Blue a lot. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I do her shows, and she kind of lets me do whatever I want. <laughs> and then we have a show at a strip club um, at Deja Vu Showgirls that's called Voodoo Burlesque. So I, I get to, and when I've been doing this for about 10 years now, and when I first started, I was at this vampire strip club type thing. Like, it wasn't really a strip club. They were calling it a vampire club, and they did, like, kind of BDSM kind of things. I never did, but I was, I wore a mask, and I called myself Venice, and I'm like, I'm never going to take the mask off. And that's how I learned. I was a vampire dancer and I loved it and I was very spooky back then still am a little now 10 years later I'm getting to do it again I'm, I'm like the blood spitting <laughs> vampire burlesque dancer and I love it so full, we, full so circle blood yeah. spitting yeah I do I have like a dominatrix kind of number and then I do this I have like a zombie schoolgirl thing so I have a blood cap in my mouth and in the my second song, I bite it, and I'm like, just kidding. Oh, you can't give away the trick. <laughs> yeah. You, you bite your tongue really hard because you're so enthused. I, and I then spit you, up some blood because I ate somebody right. too fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have to invite you to join me on stage next time. Yeah, it's it Sounds fun. right up my alley. I love it. I'm either, I, I was in Miami for quite a while, so they kind of beat the fun out of me. I had to be pretty and cute all the time, so I don't... I get to do it again. Yeah, you don't have to be pretty and cute in New Orleans. No. You just have to be drunk. Uh And naked. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're invited. Yay. What are the qualifications to be invited to the BLT ball? Well, it's actually, it's a very short set of people are the invited people. Uh, Most of people are paid for their tickets. But you guys here, I'll absolutely, I'll, I'll happily comp all of you for How this. How much are the tickets typically? Uh, it's $30 or $35. I'll have to see what it is this year. Uh, it'll be for just general admission. And then the VIP where all your drinks are taken care of Ooh. and stuff like that. So that's going to be, that's 100 
and uh, we have a lot of fun every year. It's just a blast. People running around, dancing, having a good time, hanging out in their underwear. Where is it like typically that. held, John? Um, so originally Hot. it was held in Metairie a while ago. Oh, I moved it, moved it closer. I've got it in oh, uh, Southport Hall. So Southport Hall, uh, right there on River Road, it's a little bit off the beaten path, so you don't get stuck in the parades kind of situation. That's and good. Things like that. Is yeah. there food? That's always the, my first question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The VIP room gets all their food taken care of. Oh. Uh, otherwise, good yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just stuck sitting around like, man, I'm so hungry. <laughs> That's always how I feel at Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. I go to the balls, I get all dressed up. I'm like ready. My first ball was Satyricon, and I was like ready to sit down and have a feast. And there's like bags of zaps on the table. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, this isn't what this is. <laughs> yeah, you can never <laughs> this tell. This isn't a ball like Disney. Well, my so boyfriend different. bought like 50 pieces of Popeye's chicken that we had at our house because he, he leaves it open for Mardi Gras. Yeah. So when people could come up, they could eat chicken. And then That's awesome. And you nice. didn't charge people? No. Well, he's oh, lived wow. there for so, so generous. long. So he's got, he's got like a regular crew that comes through all the time. And <laughs> well, add us to the list. Nobody went hungry. Yeah. yeah uh, Halloween, uh, Cru de Vue, nice. and Mardi Gras. We always have the house open. Yeah, Halloween's a little yeah. bit sooner than Mardi Gras. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll go to the Mardi Gras stuff. I mean, the uh, Halloween stuff. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, additionally, I'm actually, you know, not too soon from here, I'm also helping with a secondary event. Um, There's two events that I love. One's technology, obviously. You can tell I'm a very introverted nerd. I don't like talking to people. Uh, Secondly, I love comedy. I think that's a lie. Yeah, I don't know about that. So, um, we will be bleeding from the ears, but then after that, uh, there's the very first uh, New Orleans... um, comedy hack day so it'll be uh, an event coming here so hell yes fest an event that's kind of coming up yes and then a um the additionally we have this all this programming stuff that's going on and i got the two to work together and there will be a day where uh comedians and developers are going to be working together and making ridiculous software that no one should ever use oh this sounds great yeah and so we need idea and pitch people you seem like you'd be a great job for like you have the presentational skills if you can just come up with a terrible app idea mm-hmm. and pitch it to a bunch of nerds and then go ahead and present it, then you could possibly win. What do you win? Uh, we're working on the prizes now. Okay. But the prize, so Hell Yes Fest is going to have like Doug Benson and all kinds of stuff oh, over there. Yeah, Public Tim Heidecker. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And so... Um, with Dave we'll, Todd we'll be Berry, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comedians start to blend together. Because they're all just dudes with names. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to see their pictures. There's a girl. Who's, who's on the girl? The line? chick the from girl? Trainwreck. Amy Schumer. No, 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 no. no. It's uh, like the... I think it might be her boss in the show or something right, like that. Well, so... Okay, Hell Yes Fest is October, what, 1st through, first through 11th. Like the 11th. When is the hackathon happening? They, uh, so at the end of Hell Yes Fest is at the same time as NOLA Tech Week. NOLA Tech Week is the same exact week. They both culminate what? on the same time. And that Saturday... We're going to take the nerds from NOLA Tech Week, the comedians from the, you know, Hell Yes Fest, and stick them in one room and then have this sort of like this presentation where nerds have been building some really cool thing for 48 hours. And then we'll have hopefully some really popular judges film the whole thing. And it'll be a show. What a great convergence of yeah. stuff. Nerdy I think it's going to be amazing. I know some people are hesitant on it, but this is, is going to well, be... New Orleans yeah. not known for its consistent like <laughs> electronics or Wi-Fi yeah. and, and everything, I would imagine. The interesting thing is we used to be the worst. And after mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina, we actually have a burgeoning entrepreneurship like foundation. There's all kinds of accelerators and things like that that have grown since then. So we have a ridiculous amount of tech draw, especially, um, you know, we have the movie industry. We now mm-hmm. have the gaming industry here. Yes, Game I'm Loft familiar with that. Yeah, has all kinds of really awesome things here. So we're drawing talent to New Orleans for technology for the first time ever. It's fantastic. We're going to get Are all those Are you getting people. a little misty? I, well, I mean. <laughs> get him a tissue, please. Look, this, it's just a spicy microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Hell Yes Fest coordinating with. NOLA Tech Week. NOLA Tech Week. Yeah. Some of the famous names, because face it, none of us have heard of any of the nerds at NOLA Tech Week. <laughs> uh, Hell Yes Fest names would be Tim Heidecker, Doug Benson, Neil Brennan, Todd Berry, Nikki Glazer, Neil Hamburger, uh, Amy Hecklering. Is that the uh, one? Yeah, I think so. Sean Patton, Baron Vaughn, Mateo Lane, 
and more. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be so. Fantastic. It's a big event. I think one of the things that New Orleans is known for recently is comedy as well. Well, we it's getting a scene. I think that before Katrina, we lost a lot of times. People said Baton Rouge was where the comedy was, and I really don't see this. Well, I guess you gotta have a sense of humor to live in Baton Rouge, but don't. <laughs> It's no offense to our Baton Rouge listeners. We have, you know, I think there's this weird sort of them, us. And then you go to Austin, you drive for an hour in any direction, you're still in Austin. But you come here, there's a swamp separating us. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's an us, them thing. But for the same thing, we, you know, people would refuse to go to Baton Rouge. And then now we're growing a lot of in-house. You know, Chris True's definitely done that. He's sure. brought He's brought all kinds of comedians here. Chris True also uh, was at my party. <sighs> yeah, Tri- Trixie Minx was doing uh, burlesque. Chris True was doing air sex. No, Had Vin Santos. Y'all really missed it. Yeah, Vin, Vin Santos. Can you just throw that party the drag again? Queen. I will for my fourth annual birthday party. So you have one I year be there. to wait. I'll be dressed <laughs> however you want. Lingerie. Okay. Frankenfurter it is. Sounds good. Well, I want to talk more about this concept of a hackathon because it's yeah. something I'm just... Re- they're happening all the time, but I'm only just yeah. starting to learn. I always thought a hackathon meant like you break into the bank's computer and you steal money, you know, that's or you like find Al Qaeda and you're like, tweet like lol found you or something. But right. I think I, that's what got what is a hack? Yeah. The, you're building apps, right? Like the swordfish mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, no, why wouldn't you turn that down? But actually what happened is it got popular and the idea that you have 48 hours, you have to deliver a product who can do it. And then they, they did it as a talent grab for a long time and like getting people to do all these things. But we just enjoyed it like uh, as a little bit of a nerdy person mm-hmm. kind of being able to go from four to eight hours later saying look at this you know we it's created something it's like is this a llama.com and you're like this is a terrible <laughs> website and you're like yeah but i made it in 48 yeah. hours and, and it's funny i actually performed at south by southwest's official hackathon this past year nice um so they were probably in like the 40th hour of this whole situation <laughs> so everyone is like strung out like you know yeah. eyes bloodshot and I it was a pop-up performance they had no idea and I stormed into the conference room where there all these nerds are coding <laughs> and if you haven't seen my performance then um, you might not know that it's actually a, could be a little disturbing I actually took one um, hacker's wedding wedding ring off with my mouth <laughs> <laughs> while one of his other friends who had invented a streaming app was streaming it to his wife so oh. it was a little scary and then uh, Ableton was sponsoring the event and now Ableton is very important to me I run my right. live setup Ableton but they um, actually wrote an email to the official South by Southwest, you know, <laughs> powers that be saying that they didn't appreciate the choice to have boyfriend come perform. Uh, they, yeah. Well, so I can tell you that they found no, it was misogynistic. Yeah. No New Orleans word, hackathon would stop you. Right. That's exactly. The thing. That's so the I clearly have been messing with the wrong hackathons. I'll come yeah. surprised. We'll talk. Please do. I'll yes. have my people call your people. Yo, please call. We'll do lunch <laughs> and then good. I'll get some more wedding rings in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I need the brass. I have a brass defense. <laughs> That's perfect. I mean, I'm sure those rings are gold. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We're sure they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. Then <laughs> immediately. Yeah, I think that, I mean, things like that. New Orleans hackathons I've been to have had um, jumpy castles and Ooh. free food and things like that. I mean, we just know how to do what it. What else there. could we you want but jumpy castles and Wait, there's, free food? There's food there? Yeah. <laughs> you could just more grab than just it. Zaps That's potato chips. Bring it on. Yeah, way more than zaps. Good. <laughs> and just bring it and store it for your Halloween party. Oh, Done. Sweet. <laughs> I would imagine there would just be like Cheeto bags and Gatorade and Red Bull everywhere at a hackathon. No, and I've pictured Cheeto bags. Cheeto bags are like the symbol of. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, like up all night nerd. Orange me. fingers. <laughs> like someone who's away. like having a LAN party, like playing WoW. He has, or maybe oh Doritos. My God. But the Cheetos have the like the phosphorescent quality mm-hmm. that they can glow in the TV light. Uh-huh. And like yeah. you can see the, the like Cheetos ring around their mouth mm-hmm. as breath. they like storm a castle. It's all over the keyboard. <laughs> That's probably the wrong. Storm a castle is probably not the right word. Can you help me out? What's the proper word like wordage there? Uh, for storming, as you say. Like if you're like in WoW, like oh World, World of Warcraft. You just our, scream Leroy Jenkins and run. Listeners. That's all you do. The whole the Leroy Jenkins video sells it all the way. I don't know what that is. Uh, well, I'll send it to you. And so then, you know, if they're covered in Cheetos, when you're stealing wedding rings, it's delicious. Oh, gross. Well, <laughs> I tried to eat neon foods. <laughs> Only neon foods. My Prosecco and bitters is as neon as it gets. Mm. I want to take a sip now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fill the space. Yeah. Delicious. So how does one create, a, create an app and, like, can we create it? Can the yeah. three of us team up to create yeah. some sort of, like, 
you know, criminal justice stripping singing app. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That'd be fantastic. Well, um, everybody uses their own different technology. Uh, one guy who, actually the guy who told me about this podcast uh, is a local app creator guy. And he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet, uh, Chris Boyd with Aptitude. And he, you know... He uh, attitude? App, uh, aptitude. At, at, aptitude? App. Ap- like an application aptitude. to <laughs> Maybe he regrets that name. Attitude. I'll have to talk to him. I think that. it's very clever. Okay, I'll tell him though. <laughs> he loves it. I mean, and he's doing fantastic. So um, if you have an idea and you're just like a real, like, I need to make money off this, I would go to him and say, look build this for me and he'll tell you how much you'll cry and then you'll get the app made and make a lot of money <laughs> and, <laughs> and everyone I, else will cry <laughs> right right and then um but if it's like joking or fast or something like that hackathons are perfect for hackathons. especially if it's something you know hackathons always have a theme and this one it's just going to be a comedy hackathon so honestly that idea that you're talking about is hilarious so that'd be perfect anything like that or in the same vein as something i mean I'm just amazed because you've, I've seen what MIT's come up with with different kinds of things like this, but nobody's going to even come close to what New Orleans is going to do. Ooh. I believe that. Gauntlet. MIT gauntlet thrown. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more app ideas. What do y'all I got? Just, I think the llama thing is a good thing. Oh. Is this a llama.com? Just, just be a llama, it's like, like llama. dancing or something. That's but great. Like, is it? A lot. You have to have some level of existential right. crisis to fuel the motivation to oh, even visit a the site. dancing burlesque, burlesque vampire llama. Vampire finder, a burlesque finder. Uh-huh. That'd burlesque be a good thing. Well, that's actually useful. That's not funny. Okay, well, actually, I have an app idea called Random Mayonnaise. Um, what is happens like, is wait, tell me, sorry. you pay $5, and then it'll choose somebody randomly in the United States and ship them mayonnaise with a message that you customize. Oh. What about that? Well, I like, I mean... That could so easily become a... It's either gift or prank, depending on when they check their mail. <laughs> Which I, mean, I like. It depends on how we ship it, right? If you just open an envelope and put mayonnaise in it, nobody yeah. wants that. Unless it's super fresh. Oh, that's true. I mean, and it's that gourmet <laughs> mayonnaise that like they got at uh, Delachey's. Yes. Have you had that stuff? It's oh, delicious. Oh, it's, ma- it's made in, what is it, like... <laughs> Your eyes just glazed over. The goose fat Duck, fries. Goose fat, goose oh fat fries and, like, vinegar God. mayonnaise. I'm a vegetarian. I still eat those. That Ooh, place is, like, so the New Orleans first date capital of yeah, the world. It and it is full of, like, I just had a first date with two girls there, like, two nights ago. Did at you the just same eat time? the fries the whole time? Was, well, it was an accidental date. I was technically there at a meeting, and then I walked through, and I heard, boyfriend, and it was two girls that I had, like, been talking to on Tinder, and I invited them to my show, and then they met at my show because they saw that they were near each other at Tinder. Oh, hold on a second. Tindering. Posing. <laughs> wow. Sorry, loyal listeners. I had to pose for a photo op. Tinder. Um, it's just the right kind of scandalous for you. Yeah, so I'm Worked really out. fishing for a sponsorship here. Um, <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> Brought to you by boyfriend69.com. Thank you very much. Anyways, it is a really great first date spot. I mean, you got cheese plates, you got wine, you've got whiskey. I love it. Other people. You've got goose fat. <laughs> you have other people. You have good lighting. Yeah. And then the structure of the building is long. It's almost phallic. Like, no. you have yeah. to walk down the shaft of the building to get to the restroom. Oh, and it's right by the columns. So if you really are bored, you could just take your wine glass, go over to columns, and just walk along New Orleans and Columns drink it. also made of shafts. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Maybe Shaft Finder needs Shaft to be. Shaft Finder? The that's app. called Grinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all need sound effects on this mm. podcast. <laughs> that could also be an app. Sound effect app. It just sends it. Yeah. It's listening. Basically, you just like hire what the NSA to listen to your conversation. <laughs> and you have these men in suits that are listening and they just put in the sound effects like the lawn or dun dun. And yeah. And maybe an occasional, uh, like, Diplo. Or, like, what is that radio noise that rappers make? I think maybe we should just I do an at Jamie Lynn. She's like, I do Americana. I don't know what you're talking. The only noise I have is, like, the subtle, quiet burning <laughs> oh, no, I, of I mortality. Get into, I, get into the, I get into the blues rock stuff. <laughs> don't worry. No, I feel like we should just make an app of you making noises Boyfriend sound, sound effects. effects easily done Boyfriend we can record it we have the mic set up right now yeah. that's a Why great not? idea easily done 
shut it out of this and conversation. And then when they see you Adela Chase, <laughs> it's just like, goose fat, goose fat. And they're like, Wait, up? what is the sound for goose fat? I don't think it's that. I think it's more like, <laughs> Like that's it in the bubbler? Oh, yeah, it has to end with, <laughs> Who knew it was that delicious? The French. The French, yeah. They've been trying out the like different ways you can cook a bird for years. Yeah. Are let's make like anyway. let's make this baby bird so fat that it can't walk and yeah, then kill it and then so. eat its liver. Like that's a who thinks of this? There's the human beings. And you know what? It actually it's not just a joke. If you, I mean, I've recently just came back from a trip over there. All their food is crazy. Foie gras. Yeah, like I mean, well, not like I knew what I was ordering half the time, but I knew to stay away from the foie gras. But the other things I ordered, they all seemed like the same thing. I was like, what is this? You know, like, oh, well, we took a cow, we fed it beer for three years and told it how much it really sucks as a human being. <laughs> then we went ahead and we put it on a weight loss plan, killed it. Had its mom call every day <laughs> asking why it hasn't called. Little did it know, we canceled its phone plan. <laughs> right, and exactly. then Sold it to itself on eBay and here it is on your plate. And you're like, I don't want this anymore. I think French cooking was like the original app. It was like a bunch of guys sitting around like, hey, what, what can we do that's like going to be funny and maybe make us some quick money? Like right. all these rich people will buy it. They're like, oh, it's a really fat duck liver. I'm so into it. Like, have you heard about it? Like what the salon was, was a hackathon really. That's what it is. Yeah. As a long time ago, they just... I guess, I mean, a long time ago, you got you can't blame them. They didn't have anything. They didn't have, you know, Farmville or whatever we do. It's just, they had to figure something well, else they out. They literally had Farmville, actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they could have been, like, yes, you know, true. tending to the farm. Might not have been as fun back then. <laughs> like, you fail at this game, you die. Right. <laughs> this one, you just get to refresh your page and, like, go look at some meme that pisses you off. Right, right. Lots more cats now. Yeah. Uh, the cats are fine. The cats don't leave me in a bad mood. <laughs> so that's fine. And they protect you from the roaches. Oh, yeah. No, I was trying to think of an app that, like, would involve my cat. Like, I could have it pull all the pictures onto it so I would have room on my phone. Just facts onto about your, your cat? cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, my phone is, like, all pictures of my cat. And then, like, maybe one of me, like, here's my costume. And then, like, cat, cat, cat. So what does your boyfriend think of not being in any of those photos? <laughs> oh, he's in some of them with oh, the cat. Oh. With the cat. hey yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I want to show you real bad now. I'll be mad. Instead of the photographs that you're taking, no offense, are a talented photographer, you should just upload her cat photos. He's so cute. What happened during this podcast? We talked about my cat. Is he a fat cat? Is he a skinny no, cat? No, he's a kitten. He's like six oh. months. He's adorable. His name's Lumpy. <laughs> He's the nice. love of my life. Besides yeah, my boyfriend. boyfriend's getting no, <laughs> I love. Yeah, no. I love them both differently <laughs> and equally. <laughs> but yeah, but I love like where I live because I can still be like in the New Orleans and in the French Quarter. Yeah. But I'm inside, hanging out with my cat and. I don't have to really you have an actual home. Yeah, I don't have to go out because I'm I'm there already. It's right outside my um, my apartment. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I actually I stayed in the apartment before I met my boyfriend. So yeah, it was it's a candle. It's a lucky apartment. Yeah, I I stayed. And I was like, this guy seems really cool, and then I ended up dating him, Megan. <laughs> well, I could I could tell you like an abridged version of how we met. It's kind of cute. So like I stayed in his apartment because my friend Don lived next door, and he was like, "Oh, you're gonna be in town. He's gonna be out of town. You can stay here." And I was like, "Oh my god, this place is so cool! Like all his books, his movies. Oh my god, he seems really cool. Like I want to live here with him." And I like gave mm. that to the universe, and then about a year later, my tattoo artist is gonna be in town. So I was like, "Hey, are you gonna be out of town? I want to stay at your apartment again." And he was like, no, I'm going to be here. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> we started talking. And we started talking about restaurants and food because, yeah, you know, because food. And uh, I was talking about how on my birthday two years back, I had walked around the French Quarter looking at menus. And I just wanted crab with, like, a fancy gin drink that took somebody... 10 minutes to make like that's that's what I wanted and I found somewhere and I ate there and it was great and I was like I'm in New Orleans and I'm so happy 
be like, can we eat my food? And they just had a really good show, and it was it was a good day. So I told him that story, and then maybe like three hours later, he texted me, and he asked me when my birthday was, and I said it was September 1st, and I thought he was going to be like, oh, you're a Virgo, like, blah, blah, blah. But no, he said, this is going to sound really weird, but were you sitting at the bar three seats from the door? So he had seen me at that restaurant like a year before, and then three months later, I'm sleeping in his apartment. Dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, who is that girl? Why is she eating by herself? I should probably leave her alone. And, which was a good idea, because I would have been like, fuck off. But, uh, <laughs> you can say that. I said that. Yeah, this is when we need the duck fat. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> it just beeps over. Yeah. Then th- three months later, I'm sleeping in his apartment going, he looks cool. I want to live here. Like, if I could have anything. And then a year later, we have this conversation. I'm the girl at the bar. He's got some Right. You want to be. pretend it's an accident, but he was like, yes, it will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> she will be mine. It, yeah. yeah. But it's like... It's a pronoun confusing. It's a really small, like, box. It's a loft apartment. Like, there's not a lot of room. And he's been in there eight years by himself. And he, you know, he asked me to move in. Before we'd really been in the same room Consumated. together, we were... Yeah, we hadn't done it yet. Banged. But so it was there was some kind of thing happening and I'm like you know I'm I'm two people right I have a whole costume world of stuff I have normal life stuff I don't okay and now we have a cat too and how long has it been uh eight months I moved nice. December 30th I drove my car here so you're just now exiting the honeymoon phase. Yeah. No, I'm, I feel a very like, how is this still working? Like, clearly the gods wanted it to work. Well, yeah, you're here in New Orleans, yeah. so it's, everything's going to work. And he keeps saying we need more room. He like wants to move to Bayou St. John or Algiers. I'm like, you can move. <laughs> just have a yard sale. No. We, instead of moving. I want all my stuff still. <laughs> so did you look through his medicine cabinet before you even knew who he was? We have no cabinets. Ah. But I did. I don't know if I... I probably shouldn't say Ointments. What are the ointments? Say it. Spill well, it. I looked at his movies because I was there with a friend. And I was like, this guy smokes weed. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I found a wipe. And then we found the weed. So I like, just smoked it. We smoked some of his weed. I left him $20 and I was like, thank you. <laughs> Which was like way more than what I smoked <laughs> so you're, you're being generous I was but yeah it was so it was all very perfect like you had you know what movies gave it away Ooh. you know like like Super High Me by Doug Benson no, coming soon like, to like Hell Yes Fest like Spinal Tap and Space Balls <laughs> and good like ones. stuff like oh, that those are good ones <laughs> you don't even need drugs to enjoy those movies though right. no but you can tell somebody whereas Planet Earth smokes weed by their well he's that's the teller for me he, we, he doesn't smoke that much he's more of a drinker he's he was on the show maybe two or three weeks ago. He's writing a column for the NOLA Defender about, um, he goes to a bar and then he writes like a little story about it. So, and it's it's in this very like classic, like beautiful style. He writes these little mini short stories and he's doing one a week for 52 weeks and he is on the tail end of it. And oh, it nice. Is, it nice. is getting rough. So there's that many bars and... Oh, he's he's at a <laughs> loss. going to. Well, he's putting it into <laughs> In a book, and he's going to continue maybe doing it once a month after, but it's just been, like, yeah, it's been very intense, and we're very excited to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. What's it called? Uh, he doesn't have a name for it yet. <gasps> right now it's called... Taking submissions. The column is called Drinking Culture. I think they actually talked about that on the podcast the last time they were trying to think of names for it. Oh. Hmm. I can't believe I just told the pot story. <laughs> I don't think you you're cares. gonna tell it. Someone's gonna tell it drunk at your wedding. Yeah, sorry, boyfriend. If you're like into marriage, not to assume. Yeah, no, we aren't all into that. We've talked about it, you know. Oh. So when's he gonna ask the question? I don't know. It almost happened a few times drunk late at night. Whoa! <laughs> oh, wow! I was like, no, I want a party. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a wedding is just one giant party. Well, it? yeah, we we want to like have a and little then thing is with the our hangover. little thing with our family, and then oh, that's terrible. And then a big party in New Orleans, and everyone's invited. Ah, <laughs> even us. So as we show up to your Halloween party, there's quite you know we should bring something just in case. I mean, if you want to, there's always I you know I like to make little things, and we have alcohol and 
would you get him a brass or a gold ring? I mean, I know somebody <laughs> who wants to know. I'm just asking oh. for her. I mean, we didn't talk about what he was getting. He's, cat. He, we, ha- we had the conversation about it because he, he's like, it's true about like diamonds. They're like, they're kind of fucked up. Forever? The they're whole, forever? Oh. <laughs> the whole, like, you know, there, there's ways to kind of make sure your diamond didn't kill yeah. a whole bunch of people. You can't be sure. But you can't be sure, but I still want one. You can so buy it used. I, I, yeah, I want a vintage one. Yeah. And uh, Anyway, and then the people that it killed have been like waited. Yeah, I mean, it's like they don't even count. There's like a statue of limitations. I want one from like the 30s or the 40s, and you know they've already (laughs) they've gotten over it. They've forgiven. What's funny is I have a friend who just recently moved in from Miami as well, and he, I mean, somehow we just we bring people in. They love it here. He said. One month before you're going to propose to a girl, show her the Blood Diamond movie. <laughs> oh my God. That is so that funny. Way. And then, and then uh, someone else said you buy them a manicure at the same time. So that's yeah. all the advice I've ever well, gotten. I, I'm always ready. That's a good uh, saving money tip. <laughs> there you go. There should be like, like a cheap boyfriend app. <laughs> cheap boyfriend. It's yeah. like a tender dates. Yeah. This guy doesn't <laughs> believe Get in it. diamonds. Like a tenor. Yeah. T-E-N, noble <laughs> listeners, T-E-N. <laughs> Right. Oh, don't you love the park? <laughs> yeah, let's have a picnic. I do love the park. Can you bring a bottle of wine? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring a blanket. You bring wine. And it's actually just his top sheet. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Well, Jamie Lynn Vessels. Yes, ma'am. Has any of this inspired you uh, yeah. to bust into song? <laughs> any show to any dirty show to probably tunes? inspired me to write some songs. Oh no. I hope so. <laughs> uh, sure, I can sing whenever you want me to. I feel like a song. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if this was a play, this is the part where we would all like <laughs> This is the interlude. Turn to the lead. Everybody like, go to the bathroom, James jazz hands. Sing a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't want a bathroom song. No. <laughs> I'm just way against those. You just sing really loud so I can hear you. Really, really loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I mentioned that I'm, I'm not just the Americana singer-songwriter. I mean, I, that's my main thing. Um, but I've been getting a lot more into blues rock, so yeah. I'm going to do a little um, kind of rock and roll number from, from my album. Woohoo! I did this too. I just <laughs> <laughs> we all collectively just scooted our seats backwards with Jamie. That's the power the of music. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I say uh, when I'm singing this live. This is for all you Casanovas. Oh. And then I point to somebody and it's all awkward. And then they they like it when I heckle them. <laughs> this one's called Casanova No More. Okay. 
still yeah, intact. Put that knife down, please. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's frightening me. I, you know, just, uh, yeah. you get used to it, I guess. Yeah, that sounds really beautiful. Whenever I get into a space, like, the first thing I do is I find the sound person, I'm like, do you have any reverb? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, give me lots of reverb and then put a little bit more. <laughs> like, what you think and then just... Uh karaoke rules right yeah just keep going i just love it it keep makes going. me feel sexy <laughs> but you got nothing you sound you don't great. need it <laughs> raw awesome. you don't need thank it thank you yeah my favorite line was well i had two favorite lines okay. one was the very top you got me feeling just fine you got me feeling lonely both those things i think it was swapped actually you got me feeling lonely yeah you got me feeling real fine because you can feel both those things at once you can want something From that's one person yeah, yeah that's kind of <laughs> bad for you yeah and I also liked how you said um, in and out that door. Yes. Because you love when he walks in, but <laughs> you know he's going to walk right back out. Yep. yep. Those are just the things I noticed. Yeah. Well, I had some... Uh, I had some my two cents. I had some help writing that one with my friend uh, Roxy, my friend and manager. Um, she's here. She's here. Uh, CSB Roxy Music. Um, she helps a lot of independent artists around here. I could see her singing one. along with you. So, <laughs> so we, we write stuff together, and um, I write stuff on my own, and with other people and all that good stuff so that's awesome right on she helps <laughs> independent artists in the area or something or yeah yeah and oh. you know in other states too um gone so far as new york and atlanta and, you know, huh. sort of yeah so she's she has like a, an institution not just her own self that does um this? it kind of well it's 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 mostly her um we came here together um to do my cd like i i was I, you know before about three years ago, I was basically just singing to myself in my room, huh. <laughs> and I always wanted to do something with music, but um, just never had the opportunity. And then I met um, Carla Roxy. Uh, I call her Roxy. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> That's her nickname. Um, met her at a concert in Texas, of all places, when I was visiting a friend of mine. And um, basically, the rest is history. We came here, and she found out that I wanted to do music and she's always wanted to do music her whole life so um so she got you out your room and it was just like that you you, kinda, you snapped yeah. right into it like I, that well so it took a, i was i was shaking in my boots really but uh, <laughs> okay but i got used to it and now i, I love it i couldn't imagine doing criminal justice criminal. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way you still are dun, no, dun. I, it's it's you know it's it's at the core i think it's kind of the same thing I want to help people with criminal justice I want to help people with music you know to me it's a really healing thing so I think uh, I try to bring that to people in my music so yeah. and we have some fun yeah. like I said not there's trying to be also Debbie fun <laughs> <laughs> always room for fun yeah and I have happy songs too don't worry <laughs> they're not just all like 
Yeah, yeah. All of them. And breaking yeah. up and. Blah. Yeah, I feel pretty bad here. I'm the only guy at the table right now, so. You feel bad, I'm sure. We yeah, outnumbered. Thank, thank yeah. you so much. You feel really Appreciate bad. That. I know you do. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Vessels, how do we see you live? And we, you said you're everywhere on the internet, right? iTunes and all the I good am. places, Facebook. And I that. am. Um, my website, jamielynnvessels.com, it has all my um, all my gigs up to date. I play on Frenchman Street a lot. Um, and I play in Algiers at Old Point Bar twice a month. And, um, you know. My boyfriend wrote about that place. Yeah? Yeah. It's a great place. To, I, love, I love playing there. Um and uh you know i've done some traveling and stuff so i don't know if there's like national or international listeners but um you know everything's the on the aliens website. can the aliens can, can always find <laughs> on that website i'm sure they're streaming live though, and it's so. jamielynvessel.com jamielynvessel.com you got that dot com now that dot net and facebook and twitter and uh, yeah you're right i, I sprung job. for the uh you got to it's the, real estate really <laughs> location 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 exactly Wonderful. So that's All right. My story. Well, I'll be visiting you hopefully virtually and um, cool, tangible. Cool, cool. What about awesome. Angie V? How do we see you in person performing on the rig? Um, well, tonight I will be at a. I'll be doing the show with Dante the Magician at, called Slim Flame Review. It's at like Pierre's, and then I'm at uh, Vixens and Vinyl with Gogo McGregor at Spitfire. So that's like somebody comes and they spin all the vinyl and all the kids dance and then <laughs> we do uh, we do shows in between. And then I'm also a teacher at the New Orleans School of Burlesque, which has just relocated to the uh, Healing Center. We have our own studio and we're open next Monday and there's shows every, or not shows, there's classes every day. So mm. Yeah, it's really fun. They're going to be $12 drop-ins. Bella Blue's the headmistress. And yeah, I, ha- I I also have a website on my um, business card that does not exist. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, maybe go on a NOLA Defender and look up the burlesque listings, and maybe I'll start doing them again. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Print them out, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Print them out. Although the aliens can't yeah. hold on to those. <laughs> The paper burns their fingers. Yeah, no, no. The business cards exist. The website does not. Oh, I thought you mentioned. So you have business cards that point you to nowhere. No yeah. dot com. Oh, she hands me one. Good. The dot com. I'll put this in my. I put yeah. every business card I ever received in my there. journal. Oh. Here. Don't go to that website. It doesn't you exist. You look great on this. <laughs> That's what I look like when I try. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> what about all these diamonds that are covering your boobies? Are uh, those, they, those did are, they kill anybody? Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Good answer. Those are uh, great. Yeah. Angie Z, I'm going to find you. <laughs> Wonderful. And our friend, Gant. Yeah. How can um, we see you? Besides, of course, of the BLT ball, which is not still Mardi yeah, Gras. So you're going to see Let's get me. ahead of ourselves. Well, I mean, honestly, if you if you want to, um, I'm usually standing out front just staring at everybody. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will be, uh, I'll be, if you go to the Hell Yes Fest finale or if you go to NOLA Tech Week, you'll probably see me running around helping out with that. But uh, the Saturday finale at Cafe Istanbul, um, where they have all just the Saturday set up, that's where we'll have the ultimate thing. I'll probably be a little bit more behind the scenes than I'd rather be, but um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll poke my head out. You'll as make much yourself known. Oh yeah, I'll be the guy standing there with no pants. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very easy to spot then. Right. <laughs> Although it's hell yes fest, I feel like a lot of people might take it right. kind of literally. Like, well, when I interpret hell yes, I take off my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know. Hell yeah. No pants here. No right. pants. Bam. Actually, that's a great intro. So if, okay, if there's more than one pantsless guy at Hell Yes Fest, he'll be the one with the, the stunning goatee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be ready. Hugh Grant floppy beads. haircut. You yeah. like the haircut? It's just, I like it. It's recent, recent setup, actually. I, I, setup. <laughs> I, I don't do the hair thing. I don't know. Like, but I, So I just spoke You're to people, and they're like, this is sexy. I was like, well, do it the sexy good. thing yeah. on my head. And that's what happens. It looks really good. Good. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll nice. keep it then. You got Ooh, really excited. I should have brought that. my fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of fans, I hope all the fans of the show enjoyed this episode and that I did a good job uh, filling the giant manly shoes of Grant Morris. Well, I learned a lot about goose fat, so. It's <laughs> the very least. Mmm. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the end. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot that part. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. 
I have been your guest host, Boyfriend. You can find me at Boyfriend69.com. I said it's Boyfriend69.com. Boyfriend69.com. I said it's Boyfriend69.com. This has been Happy Hour for It's New Orleans. Thank you for listening. Producer Graham DuPonte with special thanks today to Trish Kaufman. Associate Producer and Technical Director Chris Kehoe. Musical Director Christian Unruh. Theme music was written and is being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line. Proof that you're interesting. Our address is on the website. Check out our other happy hours and our other shows. Out to lunch with Peter Ricciatucci, live at Commander's Palace. True to the game with none other than Chris True of the New Movement and Hell Yes Fest. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. Excuse me, I've heard that one. That one's Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu and the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans, Unlisted NOLA. Keep up, the, keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media, but ever important, on all of the We're uh, It's New Orleans pages. You can find photos from the show and itsneworleans.com and our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Yeah, if anybody goes to Google Plus anymore. Those photos are taken today by Allison Moon. Thank you, Allison. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or another podcast app, thanks for subscribing. Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us and helps us feel terrible about ourselves. Recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Happy Hours of Production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. 